to What the Trucks Day 3 Rap Show for Transparency 19. And I'm happy to say, I have the man who put it all together with me sitting right across from me. We're back here at HQ2 in Chattanooga. <sighs> is it a relief, Arlen Stark? It is an undeniable relief. Yes, it is, Dooner. Thank you. It's so funny because it was such a high-energy event. And if people don't know, unlike other conferences and other you know, legacy media conference companies, this is all hands on deck. I mean, this is like a brotherhood. It was like summer camp. You know, we showed up on Saturday. And I that like was that. Like, it is, yeah. It was like, it was like 18-hour days. You're, and, I, and I don't want to make it sound like you're working because I think a lot of us here, the people Craig hires and find, they really want to be doing this. And we see what everyone else is doing. So you, you want to be a part of it. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it it for for me and I think half the team. I mean, you're literally working till midnight. You're up at five a.m. <laughs> uh, but it's yet yeah, it's a work event. Yeah, we're there to work. We're there to promote our brand. We're re- there to build relationships with our clients and our business partners. But I think the energy, the creativity, it creates this atmosphere that it gets everybody's adrenaline going. And you can do amazing things when the adrenaline's pumping. I, I know gonna, mine was. I was going to say, like, it, it may seem online that, like, people are, like, keep boasting about this event. But I think it's really pride because we all took this ownership of the event. We, it was all hands on deck. And, you know, I, I've worked for other companies where, like, it felt like if I wasn't doing something and I stopped pedaling the bicycle, nothing would happen. And here, like, when I would step out of the booth with Chad to go eat or go to the bathroom, you would look around. And you'd see all of the amazing work that everybody was putting in. And it was, it was really something, it's, you know, it's hard to believe this was what, our third event? Our third event of this magnitude, yes. Wow. So, so tell me, let's start at the beginning. Because if someone hasn't been there, I don't think they could have imagined this would only be the third event. But what was the task that was set in front of you? What was the order? Well, in terms of the first one, going back to Transparency 18. Probably, because you've just been building upon that, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was to build a badass event. (laughs) I mean, it's, can (laughs) I say badass? I already said it twice, the cat's out of the bag. Yeah. Um, But no, it was was to build an awesome, not just industry event or conference, because I think what we're doing is a mix of a more contemporary format of an industry conference yeah, combined with a user conference focused in highlighting the Sonar product and, frankly, everything else that we do. I mean, we brought you guys down there. We had the yeah. What the Truck podcast in the vocal booth. We had... Sirius you know, the, was there, right? Sirius was there. We had the Market Experts, the Blockchain and Transport Alliance, um, even Market Waves... Which in and of itself is going to become a franchise just like Transparency had its own booth. I mean, that is a product and service that we are are touting and pushing, and I'm really excited about that. I think a lot of people, when they hear, like, logistics conference, they probably dread it because they've had the burnt coffee and the stale danishes, and they've stood under the fluorescent lighting, and there hasn't been any cool concerts, and there hasn't been any cool events, but this... I mean, if you've seen the promo videos that have come out for day one, day two, and day three, this production that you managed to accomplish and you managed to bring us all on board for, and there's no place I would have rather have been, but it was like the production of a movie with multiple set locations, an entire sound team, uh, thousands of square feet of LED. 1,200, if I'm not mistaken. Bigger than my house that I just sold in Boston. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that that thing is bigger than most people's houses. It's It's huge. We're, I think, halfway to Jerry's world if... 
At least what I was told is correct. And if for those that don't know what Jerry's World did, I'm, re- I'm referring to the sure. LED Jumbotron at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's you alluded to something that I wanted to, to, to talk about is it's not a logistics conference. It's a tech conference. Yeah. And so I think part of the energy and excitement that's actually derived from our guests in addition to our team is the diversity of people that are there. I mean, if you're going to an intermediaries conference and there's nothing wrong with them, they should meet, they have a community, but it's the same people meeting over and over again, year after year, year. It just, I think that innately and inherently is going to become a stale environment versus the diversity of what we're doing, focusing on tech. I mean, we have, I, I was told that we have a lot of people from outside the industry that are now coming to our events just because they're there to learn about what's going on with technology mm-hmm. and they have little to no interest in what's happening in transportation and freight. They're there for the tech elements, but we also have a huge core base of the people from the industry that are there to also learn and see what's happening from an innovation standpoint. So really, I think a lot of that energy and excitement comes from the fact that there's all these opportunities to network with people that you've never met before and probably people that you naturally wouldn't think you would have crossed paths with. I'm glad you said networking <laughs> because for such a in-your-face and bombast and bright conference, there were so many just intimate spots that were carved out where if you wanted to do business, you could just sit down with anybody. It wasn't hard to get away from the fray. It was for an event with that many people. When you were in the space that you wanted to be to do business, there was plenty of breathing room. And I really, really like that because I get like, I I don't have social anxiety. I don't, what is that? Agoraphobia when there's just too (laughs) many people like just surrounding me. I don't, I don't feel comfortable talking. Yeah. I mean, and that's partly, I think, spent a lot of time and energy on the venue selection and, and, to select the venue that can accommodate that, you've got to have the vision. You've got to understand the flow of how everything's going to work um, and sort of have that mapped out, whether it's on paper or still in your head. I mean, when you walk the floor, do that site visit, I mean, you've got to have that aha moment. And if you don't, I mean, for me, we're not going to that property. Yeah. And just we had that at the GICC in Atlanta. I feel confident we're going to have that again in, in Chicago coming up in November for Market Waves mm-hmm. at the McCormick Place. I think to have that, I mean, you've got to have a plan, you've got to have a vision, uh, and you've got to find the right venue that can help you execute that. And the GICC brings that for us. I'm curious about the logistics <laughs> of something like this, because this is this is a huge event, and I really like the behind-the-scenes aspect of it. And um, I know I know it was, it was stressful setting all of this up, and, and I think even leading up to it for all of us, there was, there was some stress because Actually, you really I'm, I'm going to jump in. What yeah. was weird about this one compared to the first, the first one was stressful. Okay. Because I've never done it before. <laughs> yeah. Not an events person. I've got a business background, but I know I've been to enough events to know what I like at events and what sucks at events and really... Part of my mental prep was I'm going to take all the things I like. I'm going to build upon that. I'm going to eliminate the things that I think suck. Mm. I'm just not going to do that. And then I'm going to add on top of that some really cool stuff that nobody's ever seen before. (laughs) We'll probably talk about that later. Well, you really did. Um, But then this one was a whole new experience for me from the perspective. I had a lot of conversations with uh, my boss, our new president, George Abernathy, around I'm nervous because I'm not nervous. Oh, what don't you know about? Like what, what, what's, what's hiding in the well, dark? It, it's, no, it's more that just when I go back to the last one, so nervous, hadn't done it before. 
but there was almost a sense of calm because the first one was such a success that it really instilled this level of confidence of, all right, we actually do know what we're doing here. We've got a tiger by the tail. We got to run with it. Yeah. So let's rinse and repeat and go bigger and badder. Now that you say that, I think about the times I was walking the conference floor and I'd go up to someone like you or George or any or, or, or Phil Moody or Robbie and I'd be like, do you guys need any help here? I'm between sessions in the vocal booth over there. And um, you are the calmest person of them all. Yet, in a lot of ways, you're carrying the heaviest weight. But I think at the same time, you were like, no, I'm not. There's a hundred other guys here as light as a feather, stiff as a board. Yeah. No, I think you nailed it right there. I mean, we brought the whole tribe. Yeah. I mean, I, if, I feel bad for the three or five people that work here that didn't get to come. Obviously, we'll make sure they get to go next time. But we brought the full weight and depth and breadth of freight waves down there. And I just know I can count on everyone from top to bottom to pitch in. I mean, even from the, I mean, you see it in the buildup, in the lead up, when we're, when we're getting ready for the event, little things like loading the truck before we head down to Atlanta, everybody pitches in. But it's those little things that as we instill that sort of attitude and mindset and approach here at the HQ, it easily translates into the field of battle and on the game field come game time down in Atlanta, down in Chicago, or wherever else we decide to go. You're totally right. I mean, even <clears throat> with a medium sort of like this podcast, it's the same thing. If you give people ownership of something, if you let them inside a little bit, they want to work a lot harder. They want to be a part of it. People want to be included. And I think especially in this industry where it's always just kind of been so blasé and the same speakers always talking, the same guy who's been there for 25 years in a row, and every time he just has a little less hair with nothing new to say, and it just gets so old. But I think what was awesome is that before you came on air, we were talking about it, and I was like, man, you kind of dream the impossible, but the really cool thing about it is the amount of energy it inspired, because Chad and I had a bunch of guests in the booth. We're going we're gonna to roll the tape in a minute here, but they were the energy and the excitement and the happiness and the wide-eyed. Yeah. So many people were just... I'd never seen that many wide-eyed people outside of a rave before. That's all I'm saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that it's... I mean, when you just combine all the, all the, the highlights, the awesome stuff, I mean, you yeah. got LEDs everywhere, the 1,200 square feet of, of awesome stage oh. and LED <laughs> panels... Brad Jacobs, Gary V, David Rowan, Brad Stone, Craig Fuller, our own CEO, who I think is going to really become an industry juggernaut and rock star to some degree. Isn't I mean, he's he already? A, I, I think within Industry Insiders and his circle, I think our event is going to really help get his brand yeah. out there beyond our reach. But just going to Porsche, I mean... I've never heard of anyone even doing that at an event. No. So. No, I mean, it was so over the top. That's why I said it was almost like a movie set, because you had these multiple location shoots, and you had shoots going on concurrently at the same time. You've got the Triumph Pay Barbecue going on at the same time. You've got guys whipping, you got people whipping around on the Porsche on the track. It was like, I sent it to my dad. He's, he's, I'm second generation. He used to work for Roanoke Insurance, and he was like, yeah, this this isn't like the conferences I went to at all. Yeah, but it's, I don't look at it as a conference. Yeah. I look at this entire thing from top to bottom as an experience. I, I agree with you. And that's, I think that, albeit I'm just using a different word into a mic as we're talking. Yeah. It's a mindset. And totally that, different mental approach to how you promote, build, and execute 
not an event, not a conference, an experience. Well, tell me if you agree with this. And this is something I was I, I started to resonate with me with a lot of guests, but it actually was the tone set by the first two keynotes. We had Gary V and we had Brad Jacobs, two people who have a sort of cult of personality around them and some negativity that may go with it too. I went in there and my perception was completely changed, and not by one guy. But by both guys, Gary Vee, he's got a very strong persona on LinkedIn. I'd only seen three-minute clips, didn't have a, a high opinion. He yeah. changed my heart and mind. Brad Jacobs, I heard that he doesn't do a lot of speaking. He's yeah. going to be closed off. And the first thing the guy does is go, no scripts, no propaganda. Ask me any question you want in a room full yeah. of hard-hitting Freightways reporters. I was like, wow. Again, it changed my heart and it mind. And that's what the event is all about. Because we were trying to bring these legacy carriers and these legacy businesses and these legacy shippers into the future with us and showing them what's available. And it's hard to change perceptions, but I really think you accomplished that. No, thank you. And let me touch on, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Gary V fanboy. Yeah. I'll admit that. So I got to have my fanboy moment and meet Gary V. He was super cool. Gave us time backstage. Jets fan too. Oh yeah. <laughs> a big, big time Jets fan. And I wish him the best of luck in his lifetime goal of buying the Jets. Someday. I do too. Cause my dad, I, my father cursed I, me with that team. I mean, a, a guy <laughs> like that, He'll accomplish everything he sets his mind to, and I would expect him to do exactly what he sets out to do because he's done it so far. Um, Brad Jacobs, he was awesome, super friendly, got like 15 minutes with him backstage and his team. He brought it, man. I mean, I remember talking to uh, you know one of his, his, his right hand, Aaron, beforehand, and when she sent me the email, like, Brad wants to do live Q&A with the audience, unmoderated, and I go, are you sure? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's a bold move. But, I mean, that guy is such a visionary, and that was what he did. He gave a visionary keynote, and it was, it was impressive. I, I don't know how else to say it, but the reason he came, and actually I wanted to go up to the mic and ask him this because I was still curious why did you choose our event? Because you haven't, when I say you, I mean Brad Jacobs, yeah. hadn't spoke at an event in years. Why did you pick ours? He doesn't really need the money. And what did he say? Because Freight Waves has got this creative energy and flow that he sensed, and he wanted to come see it and feel it and experience it mm. firsthand. Well, as someone who experienced <laughs> it firsthand, that was one... <clears throat> Hell of a ride, man. I mean, I've only been here for three weeks, but this is the reason I came here from Boston. And every it was just wish fulfillment. and It was validation for a lot of things in my life. And, and so many of the stuff that you guys have put together is the things that I have dreamed of being a part of this. And I think that's a lot of people here. Like, there's all these independent thinkers and, and, and kind of rebels, you know, people who really don't like being barked orders to. We're nonconformists. We're, know, we're a this, bunch of nonconformists. about this collection Although of I'm, lunatics? I'm one of the few, like, if you actually study my profile, I'm one of the few conformists. Yeah. But I've got other personality traits where I can adapt and kind of act like a chameleon. So I'm actually the conformist nonconformist because I'm doing so to fit in. But we're a bunch of pirates, man. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. I mean... Uh, it, it was it was phenomenal, and it's funny, too, because I, I think that a lot of the emotion and that energy we bring comes because there's an emotion and an energy within this workforce. There are people there that had their ups and downs, you know? They had a great meeting with a client, but they wish they could have done this, and it was like, you had to be like, man, we are on the cusp of awesomeness. Like, 
calm down and enjoy the ride. And I think a lot yeah. of people did and a lot of people got it. And I think now that we're home, now that our boots are on the ground, it can really sit in and we can bask in it for about, yeah, until about Monday when we got to get right back to Man, market waves. Maybe you guys, I mean, I, I wish I, I want to, but I know better because there's just, even, even though the last few days down Atlanta was just, it was amazing. Ton of learning moments. So many things we can do better and we're going to go bigger and badder mm. than, I mean, there's things I'm working on that, I mean, you think Porsche was cool. Yeah. Porsche ain't got nothing on what we're going to do, do in the do, future. Do we get some of the art installations like Coachella has? That's like the coolest thing. I would <laughs> love the, like, the art of tech and freight, like the yeah. physical and the digital coming together. No, I mean, as long as I can mold that into some kind of experience, we'll make it happen. Yeah. I mean, and any and all ideas are fair game. Maybe I want the truck live, give the audience a little cowbell, let, let I, me get my uh, loudness out of my I, system. I, th I think we should do some what the truck live and maybe have them moderate some debates. How good was that debate between the Sultan of Sonar and Noel Perry, I mean, that was... refereed by our own George Abernathy? I mean, yeah, I mean, and that's the way it should go, because I think that a lot, especially you have to break it up. I think a lot of these, like conferences, and we're not a conference, we're an event, as you said, but a lot of the conferences make the mistake of they just stick one person after another up there to read a PowerPoint, and it is so mind-numbing that it creates this culture of of people that, like, they don't care if they're hungover during the entire day because <laughs> they're just going to sleep through it. And here you saw people moving around and active. And all of us were up into, like, midnight. All of us were up into five. And a lot of us were like, just jogging there, you know, like, yeah. just amped to get to the next day. I think that the, the energy that's created from the creativity and the innovation and the the more contemporary format that that we're bringing with our events, it it just that's an organic organic byproduct of what's going on. And once you immerse yourself in it, I mean, I just I think it's uh, the excitement creates adrenaline. That adrenaline just allows you to do what we did, <laughs> which was work hard and play hard. Well, let's roll the tape. We're going to allow some of the people the reactions on there so you can just see, you can get some of the feedback from, from what some people said. I think you will be very pleased with the reaction everybody that I talked to left happy, energized, and with brand new thoughts. Let's go to the tape. Hello, welcome to Transparency 19, day three. Why? Because we just can't get enough. And we are here with... Michael Carmody. How you doing, Michael? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you guys for having me today on What the Truck. Yeah, well, so this is day three, and this has been an event. I don't know if you were there to see Mr. Rowan from Wire doing his speech, but before they before he went on, they played a promo video. And this thing is already amazing looking, but then I saw the promo video, and it really kind of sunk in that this isn't just an amazing logistics event, and it's not just an amazing tech event. It's an amazing business event, right? That's right. And this is a global event. This isn't just a U.S. only thing. This is happening all around the world at the same time. Technology being fused into operations, into the finance. Really yeah. exciting time. No, that was really cool, too. I've met so What's many people that? here, and I've been to a lot of logistics conferences, and almost everyone here has been so receptive to new ideas and so open. And you're not hearing the same old, it's all about relationships of <laughs> an 80-year-old man, you know? That's right. Right. So I think what I would like to see in TMS is a focus on on convenience and, and accessibility so the shipper themselves can administer it because then it makes it a lot easier on everyone's behalf, right? The broker, the shipper, everything. Absolutely. And taking out the clicks, right? Exactly. And, and getting it more to the, the orders are there. 
it picks the best rate based on criteria and artificial intelligence telling you machine learning which is the best carrier for this particular move. Click, yeah, clicks in service and in sales are always a chance to say no. Correct. You don't want to frustrate people and you don't want them to get angry because most people aren't really trained in this. So it has to be intuitive. Absolutely. Nobody reads the manual. Correct. And it has to be measurable. Yeah. Right? There has to be an ROI that everyone that's going into the project realizes that it's going to take this much cost. And beyond that, there will be that return yeah. on that investment that is really going to be the big impact on the TMS buyer. It's not even new tech. We're just, like, trying to spread the word of, like, it's the, it's the, it's like, it's like not having a smartphone or something now. Like, it's it should be a core component of every shipper and every carrier's workflow what to have an excel spreadsheet yeah yeah and a fax machine <laughs> and then print out the excel spreadsheet and fax it to someone <laughs> yeah i mean i still like lps man like, no. like records uh, yeah huh? yeah like, laser points laser player. pointers <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh it is great having you on now we're just kind of making fun because all we're talking about all the time here yeah. is transparency technology ma- educating the masses trying to let them know a little True. bit about what is happening that is the point of transparency 19 Word. were you here <laughs> were you here last year michael i was in fact so yep. i got this amazing shirt wow um, he is wearing a what the truck t-shirt mm-hmm. for our listening audience it's thanks for Sharing the love, man. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna print up some more of those, and uh, so we can get that word out there, man. I, that is a good shirt, absolutely. And I I have to um, throw in one plug here for Susan Fall at Launch IT, who introduced yes. me to your uh, podcast, and I actually listened to your podcast, heard her speaking to you guys. I reached out to yeah. her and has launched Whoa. a whole new um, collaboration. Shout out, wow. Susan Fall, longtime wow. listener, only like one-time caller, I think. All right. So, <laughs> so uh, Michael, summarize. We'll let you go, but summarize Transparency 19 in 30 seconds or less. All right. This has been a great show. I'm really impressed with the amount of machine learning and artificial intelligence already baked into the new technologies. There's so much on offer here. Um, I was impressed that there's new players here that were not here last year. And a lot of the players that were here yeah. last year are not here this year, either by design or didn't make it, right? We don't know exactly yeah, why it happened. Everybody. But that's kind of what's exciting about transparency is you got to be here. You got to see it because they might not be here next year. That's wow. True. Very nice. All in 27 seconds. Amazing. Very nice, Michael Carboni. Great so much, to have Michael. you here. Thank you for flying the flag, wearing the shirt. Tell a friend. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. All Thank right, you. dude. Have a safe trip back. Cool. And we are here now with Ash from Koi Reader. What, what are you going to leave here with? What's your takeaway from Transparency 19? Other than like this is an event that really starts to bring creativity. It starts to bring, you know, it starts, it's starting to make freight mainstream. And it's starting to make people, because I'm sure you agree with me. The people who are here are the ones that are ahead of the curve. Everyone else is playing checkers and we're playing 4G chess over here. And then we're driving <laughs> Porsches while everyone else is driving <laughs> Honda Fits. And I got a Honda Fit at home. I just got that electric Vespa, right? <laughs> but either way, either way. So, what's your takeaway, man? I, I, I think you know uh, this is this is like you said. This is uh, di- this is true digital disruption. Uh, this industry has been sitting in in the you know dinosaur age for mm. s- such a long time. Say yeah. that and, again. And and this the group of people over here are really transforming it and taking it into the future. And that's what this event is about. Uh, the kind of people. That are over here, the energy. I mean, I've never seen any event like this uh, in my in my career. 
and I've been to several several conferences. This beats even the conferences that that's been out there in San Francisco. Wow! Some of the top Whoa! Conferences. Whoa! Thanks for the shout out, Silicon Valley. I mean, we we were doing thirty minutes, thirty second summaries, but I think you kind of just I, nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Sil- Silicon Valley moved just moved to Atlanta. Oh <laughs> yeah, baby! Couldn't have said it better Whoa. ourselves. We love it, man. Thanks, Ash. Great. Thank to you have so you much. Have here. a safe flight home. Best of luck with Cory Reader. Are we going to see you at Market Waves? Absolutely. We'll be back. Yeah. That's yes. what I like to hear. And bring a friend. Yeah, absolutely. We will. All right. We'll Thank keep you so much. the love. Hope well, you will, too, man. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Hector Hernandez just walked in. Hey, how you doing, Hector? Good, good, Chad. How about you? I'm doing great, man. You're with Dex Freight. Um, and, you know, this must be a really special, Transparency 19 must be a special kind of anniversary for you because what happened in Transparency 18? It's, it is true. Uh, so our company was born on one of these events, actually the first one. Wait, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I met Rajad at Vita. We were members from the get-go and at Blockchain Transportation Alliance. And uh, Rajad was doing Blockchain 101. That's how, that's how we met. And, and it then sparked we, an idea in your head? You were like, we should. We had the idea before. We were working on, on different concepts, on-demand warehousing and all these other things. And then we met. He was already talking about decentralization. He's the only one talking about it, and then we hit it off. Uh, you know what? We're, we're trying to ask each of our guests today, right now, Hector, uh, in 30 seconds or less, uh, can you just tell us about like the event and um, some of your takeaways? What is the- Summarize uh, T19, right? Okay, just summarize T19. Yeah. I didn't want to sound too academic about it. But, yeah, ooh. summarize it. Is, is, the first thing is knowledge. So for all of these uh, influencers from the industry, they come here, they learn. And I think this this what needs to happen if we really want to take advantage of the technology. So education is a big thing here, and that's why I love this conference. That's the first thing. The second one, relationships. You mentioned it. So you have all these entrepreneurs that are in your old 20s um, now mingling with the you know 50 year old guys that have been around for a while that really know the industry. Yeah. So that that's that's the other and then a lot of fun, right? Yeah, and then a lot yeah. of 40 year olds. I've met so many 40 year olds, and I myself turned 40, so it's exciting to see so many. Like guys are just. I'm 43 myself. Yeah, and we're, but we're finally making decisions. We're starting to become influencers and decision makers ourselves, and we're and finally we're at the point where it feels like we can really change this industry, and we're doing it by making it mainstream. We're having Wired come in. We're having, we're making podcasts that are very accessible, and we're treating this. We're treating the media behind it like it's media on anything else, and we're treating the people who come to it like people who enjoy driving Porsches and fireworks and live music. I love what you guys are doing. I mean, Freightways is the only show I, I've been around. For, I've been a broker for twenty years, freight broker for twenty years. So I've been at TIA and all these other transportation mm-hmm. shows. They are good. There's good content there. Yeah. But here, since I'm also going to the to the blockchain shows. Now this like younger crowd, you know, all fired up. And all this innovation <laughs> yeah. is happening. You're kind of the ones that are bringing that side of the world to yeah. trucking. Wow. So this is amazing. Thank you, yeah, man. Yeah. Great to have you on, Hector. Uh, c- continue to uh, eat it up over the next, well, not only this day, but actually for you, one more day at Bitta. Yes. yes. Great to have you Happy on. to be there. Thank have you very a much. safe trip, man. Thank you very much, guys. Take it easy. And, you know, one of the fascinating personalities and longtime supporters of the program that we have right here in the Truth Booth with us, Susan Fall of Launch It mm. PR. Welcome. <sighs> Susan, I can't Hi, believe guys. it's almost over. You I know. know. Susan, so we talk about the supply chain, right? And, and right before we started rolling here, we were talking about how we've been to so many conferences and nothing changes and how everyone is so like wide-eyed at this. And, and part of that, I think, is bringing everyone in and giving everyone a little bit of ownership. So that's why you, you're with a PR firm. You have the challenge of promoting 
all of these different companies in this market. So how do you, what's your approach to that? And what do you think about something like T19 as a platform to do that? Well, I've got to tell you, I've been doing this, well, launch it for almost 20 years now. So absolutely have been to, <clears throat> excuse me, every show out there, as you were saying, this one is so uniquely different. When I went last year for the first time, there were 800 or so people here. And I knew like 10, which having been in the industry for 20 years, highly unusual to have only known 10 people. And that goes to show just the new blood, the new energy. This launching a product here is is fascinating because of the the, the, the venture situation, the um, the excitement around a company like this. Now, I don't want you to show your cards to all the other PR people who are listening. <laughs> the millions of PR people listening at home are thinking about, man, we really got to go to market waves. But did you see some companies here that you're like, I would love to do PR for this product or these people. They are rock stars. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and a true PR firm, we can't have a conflict of interest. So my job is to establish those clients as an expert in their space. So Diversification. There are multiple, oh, right. So it, we have one TMS system. You can only have one. So there are multiple opportunities here for for other agencies, not that I want to <laughs> encourage that, but again, you know what? It does help though. Building the absolutely. market helps for you because competition brings everybody up a little bit. Absolutely, and and well, in the end, <laughs> a I a little bit of competition, I, I, which is great. And and usually in the end, um, it comes down to knowledge, and it's really hard for someone to have the amount of knowledge that 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 I have and my team has because we've been doing it for so long. Yeah. You know, even when it wasn't cool. Is this the right time to get into Freight Tech? Absolutely. Because it, you know, it <laughs> seems like, you know, there were two thousand there were over two thousand people at this event. And I think that once the word got out, the amount of people we saw streaming, I think we might have to make room for, I don't know, ten thousand, twenty thousand? What do you think? I think that would be fun. I like conferences that are about that ten thousand size. Wow, that's like a that's like a rock concert, man. It it did I just lay down the gauntlet? I, I think you did. Oh, well, if you continue at this pace, if we were what, nine hundred last year, two thousand ish this year, you know, continue it up in a couple years you will be at that. Well, we appreciate the support, Susan. Uh, is there, uh, in you know, 30 seconds or less, what's your overall takeaway, maybe a highlight, something, just a summary of your experience here? It's a conference for the cool kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the cool kids, but that are the very serious kids as well. This, I've, um, the, the amount of just new creative thinking uh, is pretty, pretty powerful. It's a fun we're all a little tired by day three now, but it's a fun, it's a fun vibe. It yeah, really is. I'm feeling a little punch drunk right now, yeah. but it's, uh, there's so much coming in. It's, uh, I, I'm just like, wow. Yeah. It's going to be a lot to process. Thank you again for being on. Thanks for it. your longtime support. You know it. Thank you fun. so much. Thank you. You heard all those great messages and all of those, a lot of these people who went in that booth, they did a little thing that Chad and I set up, little interactivity with the show. We had the, uh. The 2019, the, the Transparency 19 More Cowbell Best in Show Award. I think there were maybe about 15 participants. If you've been listening to our day one and day two coverage, you've heard everyone play. Well, we gave the award out to the winner. Let's play it. We were banging the cowbell, right? We were banging the cowbell ever since Tim Dooner has come onto What the Truck. We are about 100% more cowbell. 
And it is great to have but you. But we weren't the only ones beating the cowbell, were we? That is right. You started this, and I have to give you credit where credit is due. Every guest who came in the studio competed to be best in show of transparency. Our 19 best in show, more, more cowbell, cowbell award. And this man, fellow Bostonian, Jeff Bear, Link Drive. Not only was super creative with the inside battery to the knock on top, he had the enthusiasm, he had the power, and he had a great broadcasting voice, so it is our honor to hand you the first ever More Cavill Award from What the Truck, man. You did. <laughs> Very impressive. Speech, speech. So yeah, what do you got to say for yourself? Oh! Yeah, you wish you could do that. Yeah, that was yeah. badass, man. Thanks, yeah. so, I think it's just because you're from Boston. Is that's this the thing. No, that's some that's cowbell beater, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, or fish we'll, beater. We'll sign it for you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. That's a kind of Thanks a lot, Jeff. Congratulations to Jeff Bayer. I mean, he really did it hard. I think there might be a second award, too, for... Uh, for Kay Juello from um, from Triumph Pay, there's been a lot of writing, so she may get the People's Choice vote. Kate, you might have to check your mailbox for a Golden Cowbell Award. I'm not sure, but we might get you something. I think you did a tremendous job, and you've been a great partner to to Freightways. Arlen, take us out of here, man. Wrap it up for us. What do we have? What's in store next? So, because this thing yeah. was huge, you yeah. set the bar really high. Can you jump over it? Oh, easy. Child's play, man. <laughs> Um, we'll save that for maybe some later plugs. I'd say if you missed out, yeah. which if you weren't in Atlanta, you missed out, mm. come join us in Chicago at Market Waves. I think it's uh, November 12th and 13th. We'll be at the McCormick Place. Wow. North America's largest convention center. Property's awesome. We Big property like that. It's going to make it easy to go bigger and badder. Get your tickets now. Oh, okay. Early bird specials are going on. Ooh. Marketwaves.com. We raise prices every month, so best best price, Time best value is ticket is now. <laughs> uh, but tickets will be on sale all the way through and leading up to the event. Wow. I mean, Arlen, it was a pleasure working with you on this. Can you do us the honor of just cowbelling us out and close, hit the closing bell on Transparency 19? Let's do it. Let's see here. I'll t- try to embrace my inner Christopher Walken, Will Ooh. Ferrell, Hall and Oates. <laughs> oh, that's powerful stuff. Transparency 19 was a great event, folks. Thank you to Arlen. Thank you for the Freightwave staff and team. Craig Fuller for his vision. Chad, my, my co-host over here. Mm. Jonathan, who did a ton of editing behind the scenes. The staff over at, what was the hotel over there? The Atlanta well, there's several properties which we all sold oh, yeah. out, but they were all Marriott properties: the Atlanta Airport Gateway, uh, the Renaissance, and the Spring Hill Suites. Great hospitality, and guys, we're coming for you. Freightways is hitting the road, and Arlen is coming armed. And you know, twenty of those new employees like have only been here for a few weeks, so we've got reinforcements. We got bigger and badder and more badass equipment coming. If you thought Transparency 19 was the end. So we just be gone, right? Right, Dooner. If you haven't seen nothing yet, boys and girls. <laughs>